This is episode 016 of the Success Smoothie Podcast with Hamilton Wanuma. Hello there, I'm Ifoma Nkeng Bemudu, HR professional, author, personal development thought leader, and host of the Success Smoothie Podcast, a weekly podcast where I feed you healthy servings of actionable insights to help you become better, wiser, and wealthier. From time to time on the show, I also interview brilliant guests and on each interview, I relentlessly probe guests to uncover the mindset, habits, tools, and resources that they've used to achieve your own measure of success so you, the listener or the success witty scholar, can apply those same lessons to improve your life. You can find the show notes on any episode on ifomang.com. That's I-F-E-O-M-A-N-G.com. Also, if you've been struggling to get the people you admire to mentor you, huh? Help is here. Yeah. I have a free, free audio training available right now on my website titled Why Mentorship Matters and How to Make It Work for You. It's available right now on ifomang.com, I-F-E-O-M-A-N-G.com. In that training, I teach you how to get anyone, anywhere in the world to mentor you instantly, regardless of how busy or successful they are. So do check it out. That said, on today's episode of the show, we're going to be learning more about a subject I strongly believe anyone who desires to be financially successful needs to master. And that's the subject of marketing. Yes, marketing. And if you rolled your eyes at me, all the while thinking to yourself, Ify, please spare me. I intend to be financially successful, but I ain't doing no marketing. I want you to know that I fully understand you. And I was thinking of you while blending this particular success smoothie. (laughs) Yes, honestly, I mean, I get it. A lot of people don't like to hear the word marketing because it carries with it the thought of having to approach stranger after stranger with a request and standing the real chance of being rejected over and over and over again. But truth is, and you'll hear all about it on this episode, every one of us is a marketer. We market ourselves in one way or the other throughout our lives and all truly successful people have mastered marketing in one form or the other. And because marketing is a subject even I am still getting the hang of, I chose to interview today's guest because of his wealth of experience in driving business growth through wildly successful online marketing strategies. Success Media Scholars, today's guest is a thought leadership consultant and direct response marketer who has used his professional training in IT and human behavioral science to help over 500 small businesses and personal brands to create launch and sell intellectual assets such as books, online courses, training and mastermind programs over the years. He is currently the managing director of Profit Square Solutions, an online business advisory company that has consulted for organizations like Forever Living Products Nigeria, Chigisoft, Aim to Get and others. He is also the author of four 
books, including his latest book titled The Little Black Book of Instant Response Marketing, a marketing guide designed to help small businesses position their products to sell out like wildfire. Not only that, in a few days, his company Square Academy, where he also serves as founder and chief operating officer, will be launching its online course platform designed to help passionate visionaries create, launch, and sell their online courses with the simple click of a button. In fact, at the end of this interview, I'm going to share with you how you can register for the free three-day virtual business summit Square Academy is hosting in this month of June 2020 as part of their launch. So be sure to listen till the end so you can find out how you two can grab your free ticket. That said, ladies and gentlemen, successfully scholars, please do make welcome our fifth guest on the show and our unique flavor of the week, Hamilton Wanuma, more commonly known as Milton Tutu. Okay, so thank you so much, Milton. It's so great to have you on the show today. How are you? Fine, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Format. I appreciate it. How are you doing yourself? I'm fine. The pleasure is mine, honestly. Like, this topic, it's not enough to make you have to learn to market. It's very close to my heart. And I'm excited because I know you have all the answers for us. Like, I'm really, really, really excited. <laughs> but one thing before we go into the main questions. What's with the tutu in, like, we call you Milton Tutu, but your name is Hamilton Wanuma. So where's the tutu from? Well, um, before my mom passed on, um, she gave me a pet name, oh. Tutu. And apparently, I was the only one that she gave a pet name. So to bless her memory, oh. I used that, you know, as my brand identity. Oh, I didn't know that your mom passed. Oh, my <laughs> condolences. You sound like your dad has been taking good care of you guys. Yes, my dad has been doing a great job. My dad is phenomenal. He's one of the best humans you can ever find on earth. Trust me. He's funny. He's cool. He's a G. My dad is a G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a G. Okay, so we'll go straight into the question. So my first question is, what is marketing and why is it important for every creative or entrepreneur to learn to market? Okay, so we have two questions there. The first is, yeah. what is marketing? What's marketing? And the <laughs> second is... Um, why is it important for every creative or entrepreneur to learn how to market? So yes. marketing is about asking a whole lot of people questions and getting all of them to say yes, right? <laughs> you asked me to be featured in your interview and I said yes, right? So it's, it's about having more people saying yes to whatever you have to offer than them saying no. Because life is about decisions, yes and no. Every day we're making decisions on what to buy and what not to buy. So marketing yeah. is about getting into the mind of your audience and making them to say yes without you forcing them saying yes. So it's you leading them from not knowing about your product to them start using your products by their own will, thinking that they made that decision themselves, but actually you helped them to make the decision. Okay. So from what you're saying, it's not just creatives and entrepreneurs that need to learn to market. Everybody needs to learn Everybody. to market. Because we're, every, every day we're marketing something. Every day. For instance, I mean, I don't know if you are in a relationship, but if you notice, whenever a guy wants to ask a girl out, he has to, you know, package himself, you know, have his sales <laughs> and market himself he to the girl. To the girl to yes. yes, that's it. He yeah, needs to have a, himself. Yes, he needs to have a value proposition, market himself to the girl for the girl to say yes to him. That is marketing. Everybody needs yes. to learn how to market. Everybody, the employee, when we write CVs, we're marketing ourselves. That's yeah, marketing. when we go that's for the interview, copy. we're going to market ourselves. That's a sales copy. Your CV is a sales copy. Your sales copy has to convince 
your prospects that what you're offering them, which is your services as an employee, will yes. be the best thing ever since sliced bread. Apart Whoa. from, actually, you get my point. Okay, so so this topic is really important for everybody, regardless of whether or not you're a creative or entrepreneur. As long as you're a human being who wants to be successful, you have yes. to learn to. You have to learn how to market. There was something I was sharing on my WhatsApp status this morning that businesses they should start seeing themselves as a marketing company that sells whatever product that it sells. For instance, okay. no Domino's. Domino's it's not a company that sells pizza. It's a marketing company that sells pizza. Oh, okay. You, you need to first see yourself as a marketing company because the goal of every business, every business is to make profit. Yes. And how can you make profit is true marketing. Yeah, very true. Very when true. you see yourself as a marketing company that sells whatever services, you now realize that your first job as a business owner is marketing your brand for the sake of profit generation. True, true. Okay. That's okay, it. so this... Part of the question is why then is it important for everybody to learn to market? Let let's niche that question down. Why then is it important for everybody to market? First of all, everybody mm -hmm. wants to be successful, yes. Hopefully so. Everybody wants to be successful. Everybody wants to create worlds. Let's be real here. Everybody wants to make money. How can you make money marketing? Except you want to go illegal. But how can you make money without marketing? How can you live your dreams without having money? So marketing is like a means to an end. You're okay. Creative, you are a creative. You run a business. You have your podcast. You have this and that. You need money to make all these things to function. I be no be very, very, very true. Very true. You need money to make all of these things function. You need money to run your podcast. You need money to do this. You need money to do that. The best way to make money as a business owner is to market your products and your services. Or else you run out of business. That's yeah. what one of my role models and mentor, Sam Obafemi, he usually says that fans are not customers. Fans don't pay the bills. So as <laughs> in the top leadership industry or whatever industry, we need to differentiate between who our fans are and who our customers are. What's most okay. important is that they pay more attention to their fans because of their ego and ignore the people that are their customers. No, you have to switch the script. Pay more attention to the people that pay the bills which are your customers and your okay. fans, you give them what they want. Apparently, they <laughs> want you to show off and do that, but pay attention to your customers. Know who okay. in your business, yeah. Okay, so you just cited something that did not come to mind before now, which is how does an entrepreneur tell the difference between fans and customers? Is it the customer okay. is automatically anybody who is willing to pay? Is that it? Um, a customer, yes, is automatically not one who is willing to pay, but one who has paid. Okay, okay. You can what be interested in my products. That doesn't mean that you're my customer. Until we have that transaction, then okay. you're not my customer. Until that transaction Very happens. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I understand. Okay, so the next question now is, what steps does a creative or small business owner need to take to come up with a marketing strategy for their business? Okay, awesome. So most business owners, okay, mm -hmm. from my mistake that they make is that they start a business based on their idea, which is very, very good. Yes, you have to be passionate. You have to, you know, aspire to perspire, to inspire, to whatever. Have to follow, <laughs> right? Yes. Sometimes your idea is not what the market wants. It's not what the market needs. 
at that moment. And if you keep on running with that idea, you're going to get out of business. Yes. So the first thing you need to do as an entrepreneur, as a creative, or as someone who wants to get into business, is to find a market need. Okay. What do the people need at this moment? First of all, okay, they need food. Find exactly what they need at this moment. Then build your business around it. Okay. You understand? Number one, you find yes. your need. After you find your need, you create your value proposition. Obviously, okay. there is nothing that you want to create that is new in the world. Everything that you want to create has been created already. What you are just doing is being innovative about the current systems that are existing. Okay. Right? So, mm-hmm. you have your market need. Look for a competitor or look for someone who is doing what you're doing already. Look at what they're delivering to the market. Look at the market. That, um, look at the value they're delivering to the market. Look at their value proposition. Ask yourself, how can I create a better value proposition for this market? Now, let me give an example. So before we had shopping malls, we used to go to the market to buy our household items. Very true. Then shopping mall came with a better value proposition. Come and shop in class, right? Shop like you are living like a wealthy person. Oh, oh dear to shop. They're good at to take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> My friend has witnessed that before. He keeps complaining about it. <laughs> you see, people don't go there to shop. They go there. To, I mean, they go there to feel among. That's what people does. You get my point, right? Yes, I, I do. I do. They don't necessarily sell phones. They sell class, sell elegance. You have a system that is working already. These people, they came with a better value proposition for the already current system. So now, yes. if as a business owner said that you want to go into selling household products and you want to have a shopping mall, you do what every other person is doing. Sometimes doesn't make sense. You need to innovate the system. Okay, how best can I make it easy for my customers to get a product without stressing themselves or standing in a long spell? Can I yeah. have a delivery process where they can shop online and I give them a free delivery to their house? Find a way to improve on what others are already improve doing. Improve on what other people are doing already. That's being okay. innovative. Innovation is not about coming up with something new. Innovation is improving a system that is already existing. Making and also making things better for your customer. Making Easier. things better for your customer. Sometimes the best innovation you can do is to have a better customer relationship model than every other person. You I think I know an read about about that. Sorry, come again. As I think there's a company, there's this company in the US, Zappos. Okay. I once read book by the CEO and I think that was how they got into the market they are in right now of selling mm-hmm. shoes on, and stuff. Their customer service was epic and it's it just has had to the market. Mm-hmm. So now, I've spoken about you having a market need. I've spoken about you yes. having a better value proposition and also being innovative. Thirdly, right? Next thing you need to do as a business owner is to look for your traction. What I mean by traction is you need to find your blue ocean, not just blue ocean. You need to find your model or you need to find the place where your customers are. Let me give an example. This morning, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, which is also one of my clients, and Mm -hmm. we were talking about her business. So she was telling me that most of her clients are on Instagram and not Facebook. And I asked her, then what exactly is she sitting on Facebook? Why don't you go to where your customers are? Your customers are on Instagram. Get the hell out of Facebook. Her traction is Instagram. So now I need to see where is my traction exactly, right? If it's on social media, is it on Facebook? Is it on Instagram? Is it on WhatsApp? My traction most times comes from WhatsApp status. Funny enough. Okay. Right? That's it's- your own business right now. Yes. My traction comes from WhatsApp status, comes from Facebook and Instagram ads, right? 
is my traction from Snapchat, from TikTok. You just have to find exactly where your traction is. That is where your customers are. If I am selling an offline-based product, it's going to be stupidity for me selling that product online when most of my customers are offline. Yeah, very if true. If I'm selling a product to a 70-year-old person, it's going to be useless for me trying to market to them on social media. Why don't I use an offline means to market to them? I go to their churches, I go to where they have meetings, I go to the places where I can find them. So you okay. understand? Find your yes, traffic I- where your customers are. Yeah. Okay, so is that is that the last point for what steps a creative should take to create a marketing strategy? These are the three most important things a creative should take, right? And the first, yes, the fourth thing that a business owner should take or the fourth action, the fourth step, fourth process is to take action, is to execute, right? Okay. You yes. can have idea to run a business or to do this or that, but without execution, your idea is useless, apparently. Your idea is as your execution. So you execute, get into the market, get your hands dirty, get the experience, right? Learn from the experience. Don't be scared, yeah. get there. Sell your products. If people don't buy, learn how to market. Read books about marketing. Read books about selling. Read books about buying control. There are a whole lot of resources out there for you that will help you move from where you are in your business to where you want to be. Okay, okay. So so that's that for that. Now, my next question is now five tips for effective offline marketing for creatives and small business owners. What would you say are your five tips for effective offline marketing? So some people have offline-based businesses and some people have online. So five offline. Awesome. Then five tips for offline for offline businesses. That's interesting. You know when you've spent most of your life focusing on one exact thing and someone comes to tell you about some um something else, there's going to be a little bit of distortion in your mindset. Apparently, one thing I've noticed is that marketing, both online and offline, is the same. They follow the same principle. Okay, okay. Both online and offline, they follow the same principle. So, for instance, if you want to market offline, you have to, what I said before, have your market need, um, value proposition, innovation, traction, execution, all of those things, right? I mean, offline... Include other things. Getting your shop in a place where you can find your customers. Traction. Yes, that's traction. Traction. Okay. But now you can have your shop, your complex, in a place where you can find your customers. But still, you're not making sales. No one is coming to buy. Why? Because you're not creating enough attention. The people don't know that you're there. So you need to look for means to communicate. That is where we get to communication channels. You need to look for means to communicate with your customers, with your prospects. How best can you communicate with them? Okay. What is your communication process with them? Do you have to print flyers? Do you have to have handbills? Do you have to have billboards? Or are they on WhatsApp? Now we are going back to online again. Are they on WhatsApp? <laughs> so now you're going to use WhatsApp as a communication channel to get them to come so, to, your shop, to your business. Yeah. So WhatsApp is now your traction. To bring them to your... Yes. So, does that mean that you don't have any particular tips for either? It's just they follow the same process. Whatever medium you want to use, whether it's offline or online, if you if you follow that thought process, you'll be yes, able to make one. Yes. So now, so now you create your attention, you have your interest, you have your desire, you have your action. In copywriting, we call it ADA, the ADA principle, attention, interest, desire, action. You create your attention, that is making the market or making the people around you know about what you do. 
Now, yeah. when you do that, your value proposition, right, make them interested in your product or services. Okay? Yeah. And yes. your offer will make them have the desire to come to your shop, to visit your sales page, to visit your whatever, right? Your yes. offer make them have that desire, and your call to action will close the sales. Your call to action saying, Okay, do you know what? If you pay right now, we give you a 10% discount. If you buy two, right? If you buy two, you can get it for the price of one. All of these things. And you have to buy it right now because we have only five in talk. You understand? You're creating urgency. You're creating scarcity in the minds of your client. It's amazing. Or you can tell them that, okay, do you know what? The price of this product is 5,000 euro. But you, you know that the price of the product is 2,000 euro. But you then tell them that, okay, you buy this product for 5,000 euro and I do you a free delivery to whatever location you are in Nigeria at the moment. So then they are thinking that, oh, I'm getting a free delivery, but they don't know that that extra 3K they are paying is for delivery. Yes, yes, I get that. So, yes, that's how it works. So, there is no, say, five tips to this. There is a universal base principle that works both online and offline. Okay, okay. Can you take it again? Like, I think I even got lost. When you talk about copywriting, and you talk about attention, and then you talk about offer, and then call to action. I think I missed something. I'm oh, all... yeah. um, Ada. So, I spoke about Ada, the Ada principle, attention, interest, desire, action. Okay. Attention, interest, desire, action. Yes. You command okay. attention. You understand? One. You command attention. Yes. Putting the word out there that, oh, do you know what? I am available. Attention. Commanding attention. Right? Yes. And now, yes. your value proposition, when you command the attention, your value proposition in your communication channel will make your prospects to be interested in what you're doing. Yeah, Point yeah. Very true. One of their value proposition is cheap data, right? You can get yes. cheap data for um, an affordable. Sorry, yes, you can get cheap data for an affordable price. You can get data for an affordable price. That's a value proposition that makes you interested, right? Your value proposition yes. makes your prospects interested in whatever it is that you're selling. Then your offer creates the desire. Okay, okay. Your offer creates the desire. Offer saying that. Do you know what? This is your first time working with us. Okay. Um, purchase a product right now and we'll give you 15% discount. Or use this product, right? And if it doesn't give you the result that you want in the next 90 days, we'll do you a full refund of your money and keep the product. Okay. So that's an offer. That's an offer. Or yeah. you say that you can buy two for the price of one. All of these things are offers. Or you tell the client that, okay, you buy this product and you get A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H as bonus. Yeah. And all of this offer creates the desire. And when you've created a desire in the mind or in the heart of your prospects, you want their heart already, they will surely take the action. As far as you have a clear cut out call to action, they will take the action. Buy now. Call XYZ number to purchase the product. <laughs> Right now, you understand. Click on this link now. Yeah, your action must be directive. You're not begging them to buy, you're commanding them to buy. Don't beg people to buy your product, command them to buy your product. Click on this link right now <laughs> and buy. The you know, see, for some, you know, I know what I'm hearing for what you're saying is you're 
you're helping us to understand what other skillful marketers have been doing to us. I assure us it's the right thing to do. So do it too in your business. Do it to what you have something to sell. I I mean, I see people on WhatsApp status, right? Most times they say, please, you'll come and buy your... What? How? I mean, (laughs) wait, have you... Did you ever see Jesus beg people to give their life to um to Christ when he was um when he was still in the world before he went back to heaven with God? Jesus never said, "Please, or oh, give your life to Christ." He just told you that. See, it's for your own good. And yes. that's marketing. You're buying my product for your own good. You're not doing me a favor by buying my product. I am doing you a favor by selling my product to you because it's going to help your life. Okay, and that you know what you, this okay. this really reminds me of when I wrote my book. I mean, prior to writing my first book, I used to have a few misgivings. I used to feel a little bit shy with selling. And then I heard somebody say that you have a responsibility to the people you created your products or services for to make sure they know that you created it and it will solve their problem. So there's nothing to be shy about. If mm-hmm. you have a perfume that will make people smell good and have high self-esteem, mm-hmm. tell them, and you, mm-hmm. they are not doing a favor by you. You have, you have created this product for them. So be confident because it will solve a problem for them. And it really helps me because every time I create something, I come from that standpoint of I created a solution. There is a need. If you have this need, then this is what is going to help you. And I'm more assertive because I'm looking at it from that angle. So it's the same thing I'm hearing from what you're saying right now, that People need to be com- if you if you have a product, you have a service that you are selling, be confident. Mm-hmm. Think in mm-hmm. terms of if I don't loud it, if I don't talk, the person will mm-hmm. know that the person will be suffering in silence when I have the solution to their problem. No way I will talk, I will shout. <laughs> Let me okay. come right. Let me come in yeah. here. I'm a Christian. I love the Bible. I love Jesus. I love the Holy Spirit so much. I believe in the Trinity of Christ, the Son, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. And yeah. I always give a reference point to the Bible. Imagine when Jesus had the mandate to come and, you know, die for our sins and everything. Imagine if he was shy about it. <laughs> he would not have come now. I mean, we wouldn't have had all of this freedom and grace and loving yes. Christ and loving God and everything that we have right now. Yes. So you it don't have to be shy of whatever it is that you know that will help you life. Yeah, and also it's move away from being shy. It's about you having authority in your voice, in your message, in your in your confidence. One thing is to have confidence. Another thing is to have authority in your confidence. Jesus had authority in his confidence. Jesus had authority in his value proposition. Jesus never begged anybody. Jesus never begged any of the disciples to follow me. He looked at them and he said, "Follow me, and I'll make pictures of." That's what he told Peter. He never begged any of them. Yes. Never beg anybody to buy your products. Whoever buy your product is your disciple. Do not beg people to become your disciple. People become your disciple because they see your value proposition. They see the future that you're taking them to. And also, yes. they start whatever it is that you're offering them will make their life to become better. Okay. Praise very, Lord. very, very <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, before you now ask us for like that offering. Okay, so my next question is now, so um, you've made it clear that it's the same thought process that we should follow when we're doing marketing, whether it's offline or online. So my, my next question is just an aside, which is, which is your favorite, like online, offline? I think I can guess which it is safe, but Apparently, which is your <laughs> Okay, so why is it your favorite? Why is online marketing my favorite? Uh, yeah, okay. Freedom. Freedom. Gives you freedom. 
it gives me freedom. That's the most important thing okay. to look out for. It gives me freedom. It gives me the ability to connect to more people. Freedom in the sense of I can create an automated marketing process and I can just sit back and watch everything function. Yeah, very true. Let me say, I, you know, you, um, you signed up for my email course, right? How to create yes. a password, right? Yes. And start by tomorrow, which is 29th of April, 2020, depending on the time you're hearing this, right? So when you paid for that course, I had already set up everything, all the mails from day one to the last day, to the seventh day. Everything is ready. Tomorrow, 8 a.m., you're getting the first meal. I don't have to go and write it again. It's already there. The product is already created. I can then rinse and wash the process and get more clients and improve on my system. I don't need to go back and say, okay, I have to start writing meals. Everything is automated already. So I have that freedom. All I just need is to watch the process work and improve it. Yeah, very, very true. Yeah. Very, very true. Yeah. You don't have to be going door to door. And then with online, you can reach more people. You can like, reach more people. I'm... And it, it costs less to reach more people, really. It costs more to reach more people with offline, but it costs less online. So that's what it appeals to me about online marketing strategies. God bless whoever created the internet. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. okay, so my final question on this main section of the podcast is... Five free tools to jumpstart your marketing efforts. So what five free tools would you suggest to anyone, whether entrepreneur, creative, self-employed, you know, to jumpstart their marketing efforts? Free tools, five okay. of your favorite. Uh, first of all, say your brain. Your brain. Right? <laughs> yes, your brain. You already have right? it. Marketing is about strategy and you have to be smart to create very good strategies. You understand? Okay. Your brain mm-hmm. is the most important free tool. You already have it. Make use of it. Secondly, for me, my second favorite tool is Google Ads. Okay. Right? Google Ads is amazing. I mean, I've used Google Ads to make a whole lot of money. It's one of the best platforms you can use for traction. Google Ads and Facebook Ads, one of the best platforms you can use for traction. So my second favorite tool, Google Ads and Facebook. My third favorite tool is Tribe Architect, right? Tribe Architect is a software I used to build, sales page, landing page, opt-in form, and all of those things. I think it's free. They have a free version online that you can purchase or you can buy the Version, right okay. uh, my first google docs i just write my sales copy and every other thing that's needed concerning i write a lot my business is about online marketing basically is about content so i create a whole lot of content so google docs is yeah. one of my, right my fifth one which is the last is my email marketing software send fox it's not free and but... it's not free <laughs> but it's very very affordable other email marketing softwares, they charge you monthly, right? Yeah. Yes. Sendfox is a one-time payment. So you pay $49 and you have access to 8,000 email subscriptions. That means 8,000 people can sign up for your email list. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Lifetime subscription. If you want an extra 1,000 subscribers, you just pay $10. So it's a good offer. Remember what I said about offer, right? It's yes, a good offer. Yes. I jumped into it. So these are my five favorite marketing tools at the moment. Okay. So at this point, I'll say thank you so much for you this welcome. very insightful I'm interview. So sorry. I forgot one favorite marketing tool is Jane. Jane? Who is Jane? Jane is my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you name her Jane? Because she's beautiful. <laughs> uh-huh. so everybody that goes by the name Jane is beautiful 
I mean, no, my laptop is beautiful. So I decided to name her Jane. Jane just sounds like a very good name to name a, a laptop. And she looked like Jane, so... Okay, okay. But that one too is not free, but it's, like they said, it's your favorite tool. So anybody anybody serious about marketing should invest in a laptop if they don't already own one. And it doesn't yes. need to be an expensive one from expensive the start. Laptop. Something yeah. you can work with. And then as you earn more money, you can buy a pricier one. Yeah, you're right. Okay, okay. So I'll say thank I will say it again. Thank you so much for this session. But don't go anywhere. We will come right back and then we'll take the fireside chat section where we're going to pick Mr. Milton's brain a little bit about general things that will help us be better, wiser, and wealthier. See ya. So yeah, welcome back to the Success Smoothie Podcast. And of course, on this episode, I have the honor of interviewing Mr. Milton Tutu. That's his, that's the name we know him by, Mr. Milton Tutu. And it's been an insightful interview so far. Now in the fireside chat section, I'm going to be asking him a few generic questions so that he can give us a little bit more. It's going to add a lot more flavor to the interview already. So I'll go straight into the questions. And my first question is, when was the one time you felt you had failed and... What did you do about it? When was the what time you felt you had failed and what did you do about it? Oh, yeah. When I was in... Thank you so much for that question. Phenomenal question. When I just finished running school, I was 16 as of then. I failed YEC. I failed IGCST. I failed SAT. I failed TOEFL. I failed all the promotional exams. You understand? Yeah. And yeah. I have a brother that had a scholarship to school outside the country, Georgia Southern University, right in USA. He now works and lives as a doctor right now. So a whole lot of pressure was on me to, you know, my brother has a scholarship, so I need to get a scholarship too. So I feel like all of these exams, I felt like a failure at the time. All the schools I applied to rejected me. A moving the school that accepted me, rejected me later, later on when my work results came out. So I felt like a failure. But I then realized that there is no failure in life, only feedback. Nothing happens to us by chance. Everything is connected to our purpose. If I had passed all those exams, I would have schooled outside of the country. And trust me right now, if I had schooled outside of the country, I wouldn't have who I am right now. I wouldn't have been this Milton if I had schooled outside of the country. I know it. God directed me to a school, Benson Dawson University, one of the best schools in Africa. God directed me to Benson Dawson University. And that school really molded me to become who I am right now. I mean, it's wow. cool where they bring people like Steve Harris, Sam Buffett, me. They bring these people to have over six-hour sessions with their students. Very nice. Very, very nice. Who won't be successful? I mean, you get like, a whole lot of things for next to free. You pay just 10000 naira, and you get to learn all. I mean, it's part of your tuition fee, but you get to learn from Steve Harris. You get to learn. You, I mean, you have certificates in project management. I mean... It's phenomenal. So many resourceful people, they come to, you know, share and teach you. And I had a mentor, Saiga Alex, that really, really helped me and nurtured me to become who I am right now. Um, Bishop Pebby Dowser, who is the president of the school, he's a phenomenal person that I see as a role model. So, Benson Dowser University was one of the best things that happened to me. I blessed God to attend school. <laughs> you, <laughs> you sound, you sound really grateful that you attended. 
I am so grateful I attended Bersin Delsa University. I won't lie to you. I mean, <laughs> while building my business on the side, as a student, I still graduated with a second-class upper. BIU yeah. is the most phenomenal schools you can ever find on planet Earth. Quote me anyway, mm-hmm. take the bank. Your vice-chancellor needs to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> so my second question is, what one thing do you wish you knew before you started your current business? What one thing do you wish you knew? Okay. I wish I knew marketing is the most important thing. <laughs> I wish I knew marketing is the most important thing. I wasted a whole lot of money trying to, you know, feel my ego, trying to please my fans, trying to, you know, keep up with the trend, just trying to do what every other person is doing. I wasted a whole lot of money doing that, and I failed in marketing. I wish I knew marketing was the most important thing. But like I said, there is no failure in life. There is only feedback. Nothing happens to us Everything is connected to our purpose. So it's all part of the process. Okay. So my final question in the fireside chat section will be, what's your favorite book on marketing and why do you love it so much? What's my favorite book on marketing? Um, Small Business, Big Money by Akina Labi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So why, why do you love it so much? The reason why I love the book so much is because... The book is written by a Nigerian that made it from Nigeria. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I mean, I know that wisdom is ecological. What works for one ecology can't work for another ecology. So I can read a whole lot of business books that is written by the Europeans, the white people, the white yeah. crowd. But sometimes Mer- it doesn't actually work for the Nigerian audience. So the reason yeah. why I love business big money is because... These are tested principles. The principles that I'll be shared in the book are tested principles that works in Nigeria for the Nigerian okay. market. If you want to okay. get a business from Nigeria. From Nigeria. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's it for the fireside chat section. And I learned a lot also. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show. So like, I'm very really excited. I'm going to listen to this a lot and take more notes because it was really, really insightful. Yeah, thank you. So we'll have more of you. We'll definitely keep in touch. Yes, um, no problem. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank and you so yeah you too yeah there you have it successfully scholars i am positive you had multiple aha moments while listening to today's guest and success moody flavor of the week hamilton wanuma as he shared with us his thoughts about marketing how everyone needs to learn to market as well as effective ways entrepreneurs and creatives can market their ideas products and services both online and offline if you've got any questions for milton specifically around anything he spoke about on the interview, kindly visit my website, ifomaeng.com, I-F-E-O-M-A-N-G.com. Search the podcast page for the show notes of this episode titled, It's Not Enough to Make, You Have to Learn to Market, and leave your question there in the comments, and I'll get Milton's attention to give you an answer. Yeah. And about the free virtual business summit, Milton's company, Square Academy, is hosting this week. It's called the Square Business Summit. It's a three-day virtual business summit taking place from the 26th to the 20th of June, 2020. In those three days, 18 world-class business owners in Africa and Brazil will show you how to grow your personal brand and small business into a profitable world-class enterprise. All you need to do to register for the free event is to visit www.thesquaresummit.live. That's S-Q-U-A-R-E-S-U-M-M-I. 
S-Q-U-A-R-E-S-U-M-M-I-T.L-I-V-E. S-Q-U-A-R-E-S-U-M-M-I-T.L-I-V-E. That's Square Summit Live. It's a free event, but registration is compulsory. So please move on over to squaresummit.live to get your free ticket to the Square Business Summit. Please do not forget to share this episode with your friends and your family. And if you don't follow me on Instagram or Twitter, please do. <laughs> My handle is at underscore N-K-E-M. That's I-F-U-M-A underscore N-K-E-M on Instagram and Twitter. Because on there, I share inspirational and spiritually uplifting information that I don't get to share on my podcast. So please follow me on there. Finally, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't say thank you enough, can I? So you say thank you so much for being here. And until next time, when I bring you another healthy serving of actionable insights to help you become better, wiser, and wealthier, please do remember that success comes from making the most of where you are on the way to where you're going. So be sure to do just that. Ciao.